There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them all across London. This story was performed by Boris Witzenfeld. In October 2009. Where the theme was, now or never. There comes a moment in a relationship of realisation. And tonight, I'm going to tell you my moment of realisation when I realised it was time to walk away from this girl. Now or never. See, it wasn't the moment that she wrote off my mum's car. <laughs> See, it wasn't even the moment where she got a raw chicken carcass and threw it at my head when we had a house full of guests. Do you know what? It wasn't even the moment when she made me suffer the indignity of having to sit down when I pissed. Do you know what? It wasn't even the moment when we were going through Swiss customs and she screamed at me and uh, the, the customs guard grabbed me, searched me, questioned me for half an hour and nearly rubber glove searched me. It wasn't that. I'll tell you about the moment, but first I'll tell you about her. She was called Emily. It derives from the Latin Amelia, which derives from another Latin word, Amelius, which means rival. <laughs> See, this is kind of weird because, in a way, I think that's how she viewed herself, as my rival. See, we had a moment where we both applied to work on the same project. I got in, and she didn't. That didn't sit very well. After that, I found a series of cartoons that she had drawn of me with her beheading me in various and differing ways. <laughs> Which at the time I kind of thought, oh, that's sort of kooky and funny. But later I realised kooky and funny was a euphemism for mental health issues. <laughs> See, she was and still is, unless she's dead, a German-Australian. And that, my friends, is a bad combination. <laughs> that meant that she had the gregarious charisma associated with Antipodeans and the relentless efficiency associated <laughs> with Germans. 
she actually used to refer to me in company as her Jew to torture. I know. Um, I mean, we knew we were different from each other, okay? Because months before, Emily and I had an argument about what were our most precious possessions. And for me, I said it was my DVD collection. I'm really into film. I'd built up a collection over years. And she said that that was childish. And for her, it was a red Issy Miyake dress. See, I don't know whether a DVD collection or a dress is more childish, but I do know it's kind of childish to belittle something that means a lot to somebody else. That's the way I look at it. See, one night, I was out with my friend Owen. He'd been my friend for, like, a, a long time, five, six years. I've seen him cry, he's seen me cry, and not in an end-of-the-film kind of way. Um, I was there for him when Jenny Ninefingers dumped him. I, I won't tell you why she's called Jenny Ninefingers, we won't go there. Um, he knew, you see, he knew how bad things were with Emily and me, and he took me to the 80s bar. And we were dancing, and we were drinking our special drink, which is orange WKD mixed with blue WKD, uh, a drink we coined the phrase the, of special sludge. Um, and we, we had a little dance routine that we worked out to relax by Frankie Goats at Hollywood. Relax. Yeah, it was cool. And the song had just finished, um, and I got a call from Emily, insisting that she join us, which was like, ugh, the last thing. So she arrived, and to say it was frosty would be understating things somewhat. And I knew I couldn't just get rid of Emily. So I came up with the most stupid idea in the history of stupid ideas. I decided I'd get kicked out the bar. Now, that's not as easy as it sounds. Um, you know, this was quite a, an edgy bar in Liverpool. I'd seen someone punch another man in the face and just get a kind of, you know, <laughs> chill out. Um, so I thought, oh, how am I going to do this? This was my deranged idea, all right? It was pretty, yeah. I decided I was going to grope a bouncer. <laughs> now, drunk as I was at this point, I approached with some trepidation the bouncer's rotund ass, And I felt like, do you know what? Fuck it. If I'm getting kicked out of here, I'm getting kicked out of here with defiance, not a whimper. So I took a breath, went like this, cut my hand and did a double-handed scoop of his ass. And he turned around and there was kind of a look of shock and almost a little bit of vulnerability on his face. Like I'd actually emotionally wounded the guy. Um, I stood there, kind of not knowing what to do, and Owen had seen this. I hadn't told Owen I was going to do this. He just cupped his hand and was like, oh, no. And the bouncer looked at me. He said one word, out! And he dragged, put my hands behind my back and literally just threw me out the club. So Owen followed from a safe, safe distance and Emily was nowhere to be seen. Cha-ching! Or so I thought. So we went to the next bar, ordered more special sludge, come on. And then uh, I got the call that I knew would come. In the history of phone calls, this is the call that's emblazoned on my mind to this very day. 
She said, where are you? I said, I'm in O'Neill's, the Irish bar. Uh, she said she was back at our flat. I said, I'm really sorry. I got kicked out of the bar. I sent Owen back in to find you. He couldn't see you. She said the words, the words I will never forget. She said, for every minute that you are not home, I'm going to cut up one of your DVDs. I, I kind of like, oh, don't be daft, I'll be home soon. But she was serious, I could tell. I said to Owen, I, I have to go, em Emily's going to cut up my DVDs. He said, just go, go. Um, he knew how much they meant. So it was two in the morning, Liverpool town centre, and it was chucking out time. The whole place was rammed. So I ran and ran and ran to the taxi rank. And it was a massive queue. And I spoke to the guy at the front of the queue and explained the situation. I was like, mate, please, can I take your taxi? I'll give you 20 quid if you let me take the taxi. And he understood and went, mate, just take the taxi. Don't worry about the money. <laughs> Which I thought was nice. Um, and as quick... As a taxi driver drove, it took me 36 minutes to get home. I know this partly because of my watch and partly because when I arrived home, <laughs> I found 36 DVDs cut and scattered on the front room floor. And as I looked down, I realised that each DVD had been cut precisely into six pieces, every one. I, I even laughed at the relentless efficiency for a tiny moment. <laughs> and I, oh, I, was, I, was, I mean, I was really angry, I was sad, and I, I knew, I knew that anyone who could do something like that was not the person I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. <laughs> so this was the moment... This was the moment that I knew it was now or never. Either leave or accept anything that she did, you know? I don't know what was worse. The fact that she cut up the DVDs or the fact that I wanted to get away from her so much I groped a bouncer's ass. <laughs> See, then I looked to her Issy Miyake dress. <laughs> and honestly, I seriously considered cutting it up. And I'm glad for me that I didn't. I just left her. We never said it was over, because some things just don't need to be said. <laughs> so I guess, in the end, my second now or never moment was when I had the chance to cut up her dress, and I didn't. Now, I didn't have an ending to this story until today. Seriously. I, and someone sent me a thing on Facebook with a photo of her, right? And... Uh, Let's just say that she won't be wearing that Issy dress anymore. Thanks, guys. See you later. For more stories, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. With audio production by Matt Hill at redthinkdaily.co.uk. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.